0: I do pray that if, if your heart has been uh, touched by the, the missionary work of these working with the Lakota Indians in South Dakota that you'll get with them, ask the questions I'm sure that they 've got some information that they'd love to share with you. Um, as you know, children are my passion, and children in our community are my passion, but so are the children in South Dakota and the children in Honduras and the children in New Orleans uh, where we minister. so I pray that today you too would get a burden for loving children. Uh, What an amazing love that God has for us. And no matter where you've been, no matter how bad you think you are, God says, be mine, be mine. And I'm so thankful because as I shared with our Sunday school class this morning, uh, if you knew Bill Barlow like I know Bill Barlow, you'd understand what an amazing love God has for us. Last week, in honor of Valentine's Day, which celebrates love, God's love, we began a series entitled, The Finer Points of Love. And we're studying 15 traits that God says, say God says, that God says are qualities of love. Let me share them with you in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, beginning in verse 4. The Apostle Paul writes to believers in Corinth, and he says in verse four, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Let us pray. Father, I'm so grateful that your love never failed. When you looked on me, a wretched sinner, you said you love him. Lord, I pray you'd help us to love others the way you love us. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said. Amen. So, the first three qualities of love that God says are qualities of love is love is kind, or love is patient. Love is kind, and love does not envy. Today, we're going to take a look at the next four. Quality number four, love does not parade itself. In other words, love does not brag. Love does not boast. And I love the way that the message paraphrase translates this verse. It says, love does not strut. Ever seen a peacock strutting around the yard? That's what some people do. And other ways to describe this phrase are, love does not crow. Love does not show off. Love does not blow its own horn. You know, friends, bragging and boasting can get you into a whole heap of trouble. After going on a diet, one woman who was feeling really proud of herself, especially when she was able to fit into jeans that she'd long ago outgrown, Came down the stairs shouting, look, look, honey, I want to show you something. I can wear my old jeans again. Her husband looked at her for a long time, obviously not knowing what to say, and he finally spoke up and said, darling, I love you, but those are my jeans. (laughs) She was trying to show her stuff. And she got into a lot of trouble, boasting, bragging can get you into a lot of trouble. But several other things happen when you boast. One, boasting causes division. Even sports leaders recognize the harmful effects of boasting. Football, for instance, has even instituted a penalty for taunting in a football game. That's basically bragging about what one player has done. And boasting can also cause division in marriage. Boasting can cause division in a church. Bragging boasting can cause division in a, in a workplace. Boasting can cause division. But it also blinds you to danger. The word Titanic has almost become synonymous with boasting and pride. The Titanic ship was called the ship of dreams and was considered to be the most technological ship of its day. She boasted of being the fastest passenger liner in the whole sea. But the Titanic sinking became a classic example of prideful boasting. A deckhand on the Titanic once said, God himself couldn't sink this ship. And as you know, While running full steam at 20.5 knots, that's 24 miles an hour, through iceberg-filled seas, the Titanic struck an iceberg, sank, and killed over 1,500 people in the process. Boasting, trying to convince others of your greatness, can make you blind to the dangers that lie ahead. But can I tell you that love doesn't need to convince others of its greatness? Love doesn't need to boast. Love provides proof in the pudding. Love is manifested in action. Boasting can blind you to the danger. But boasting also can deceive you to spiritual truth. How many times do you and I plan for the future without considering for a second that we may not be here for that future? We always assume that we will, but we cannot boast about the future. How many times do we brag about what we're going to do? How many times do we brag about how we're going to do it? How many times do we boast about where we're going to retire without consulting God or without aligning our plans with His? How many times do we do that? Friends, our destiny is in His control. And we better be about the business of aligning our plans with His. Listen to what the half-brother of the Lord Jesus, James, said in James chapter 4, verse 13. He wrote, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast. You boast in your arrogance and all such boasting is evil. Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Can I tell you that boasting is sinful. Boasting. We cannot boast about the future. But also we cannot boast about being saved. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 reminds us for it is by grace through faith That we're saved. It is by grace you are saved. Through faith. And this not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not by works so that no man may boast. You cannot boast about being saved. You're saved by grace alone. Through faith alone. To God be the glory. No Christian has any room. To brag or to boast about having our sins forgiven. We have no room to brag or boast about spending eternity with God. It's all His doing, it's all up to Him. He's the one that shed the blood, He's the one that redeemed us from our sins. D.L. Moody used to say that he was glad that we're not saved by our own good works. He said he was glad because he didn't want to sit in heaven and listen to people brag about how they got there. Amen? True love. True love realizes that whatever's been done, whatever is being done, whatever will be done, is solely at the discretion of God Almighty. Whatever you have, whatever you do, whatever influence you may have, you have no room to brag. It's all a gift from God. We cannot boast about our future and we cannot boast about being saved. (coughs) Excuse me. So love does not parade itself. But quality number five is that love is not puffed up this refers to being conceited it refers to being arrogant it refers to being prideful and as you know the bible says that pride goes before a before a fall you being arrogant if you're being conceited you are setting yourself up for a fall but something else pride also keeps us from recognizing and addressing Our own faults. One woman looked out of her window every